How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Lizzie the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. I actually wanted to get into fitness because um, I'm really about fitness. Yeah. But, uh What's your stance on fitness? How often do you work out? What's your, cause we don't have to just talk about music here. I want to talk about like literally everything that you're about. What's the, why are you doing the ice baths challenge? What exactly was that challenge that you did for 70 days? Um, talk about that. Talk about like, uh, you know, you're into basketball. Talk about that. Talk about everything yeah. physical related that you do. Uh, yeah, sure. I would love to. I love fitness. I mean, I care. I definitely care more about my fitness than I do about my music career. There's, it's not even close, dude. Cause without my fitness and without my health, I'm not going to have a music career. Uh, yeah. There's no question. Um, so I care more about that anyway. And plus it's been in my life longer. I've been hooping since I was two and I coach youth basketball, still play. Um, and fitness plays a very important role in my life. I wait, I work out twice a day. Um, most days, I think today I might only do one cause my body's fucked right now, but pretty much work out twice a day. Um, and I wake up every morning. That's the first thing I do. I wake up, water, and then I go. I'm out. I'm out the door. I leave. I got to go walk or I've been running. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I used to think that like personal development stuff was all bullshit because I used to just be like, no, give me the strategies to make money. I need like technical stuff. And I'm like, no, I've realized like people don't need the technical shit because you, if you're not exercising, then why are you worried about a website or clout? Bro, it's about building habits, man. That's what it is. Exactly. I mean, like, cause I, I look at shit right now. Like for example, I'm doing this podcast every day, dude. I, I, I am not going to like doing a podcast every day for most people. That is a freaking that is a prolific challenge to try to do every day for 400 days. It's not for me though. Why? Because I care so much about exercise, dude. Exercise is so fucking hard. And like, I do it every day, but it's now I'm at this point. I've broken through where I'm, it's like drugs. My dad asked me, why are you pushing yourself so hard? Like I'm really doing some shit recently. I'm like, dude, I mean, I've never done cocaine, but it probably is like that for me. I don't know. I go out, I work out, my body hurts. I'm moaning. I'm fucking like, yeah. And it just is, it's just, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. I feel uh, amazing. And I have to do the ice bath, by the way, if I don't do the ice bath, I'll really be fucked. My, I will hurt myself. I'll get injured. I don't really do that out of Oh, I'm so, I have to do that. That's necessity for me because I was like, I need some way to recover. Obviously I stretch too, but I just was asking people like, I have a friend who played college football. I was like, do you think I should do, I was like, I do five minute cold showers. He's like, you got to fill that tub up with cold water and I, and put your ice trays in there. Cause the, what you're doing right now is you have to, I was like, Oh, I didn't think of that. So, um, yeah, that's mostly out of necessity and shit. Does that answer the question though? Like, yeah, yeah. No, but like, okay, okay. What about this? What about this? Was your mindset always that I need to be physically fit? I need to be healthy? Because you mentioned that. Uh, no, I wasn't. When I was in no, when I was in college, I mean, I love exercise. Like, exercise is fun. I play basketball. Lifting weights is kind of fun, you know. But no, I wasn't serious about it. When I was in college, Chico State, I was eating terribly. I was drinking alcohol on a lot of the weekends, getting drunk, like just being a college kid doing stupid shit, which you don't have to do that as a college kid. That's just what I was doing. Bad habits. You know what I'm saying? And, um, 
when I got out of college, I was even worse, not the drinking part, but the eating part. I, I was kind of not depressed, but when I got out of college, my social life went from being in college, very vibrant social life. Like, like I was in, dude, college was just like, not even real life, just complete paradise. And I was happy all the time. Then I left and it was real world shit. And I was like, God, this sucks. Like I'm at home with mom and dad. I can't go hang out with people. Like it just sucked. And I, and I, and I really, really turned to eating and I ate a lot of shitty food and didn't exercise that much. And I gained a lot of weight. I got up to 192 pounds. I'm only five foot eight. And that was not muscle. It was fat. And my, my face looked swollen and had a belly. I mean, ugh, it just, I look at old pictures of myself. I'm like, God, you fucking bitch. I'm so ashamed. So no, it wasn't, it was not, but there, you know, a life event happened to me in 2019. And I was like, dude, I got to kick my ass into gear. And I started 75 hard, which was from Andy Frisella. And he, there's like a whole one year program associated with that. And I just finished it on December 2nd. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So that's kind of been my fitness journey as of the past couple of years. Do you have hard targets for where you want to be in the next few months, next few years, certain body fat percentage, certain lift? Uh, I do, but it's really hard to put a number on it because I, my goal is more flexibility and range of motion. Uh, okay. I don't have a body goal anymore. I used to, I don't have a weight goal. I, I don't think I could get any thinner. I'm 155. Like if I had to, I fucking, I could, but I think if I got any thinner and lost more weight, I don't think it'd be healthy. I think this is the healthiest weight I could be. 155, 160. So, um, yeah, no, I don't really have a conventional body fat goal. It's really more of, um, yeah, I haven't really thought, I, I don't know. I, I'm really disappointed in myself because I don't have that figured out. I, I know I want more flexibility, more range of motion. Um, I want to, I mean, I want to run a marathon, but the problem is with COVID, we don't have marathons. I could just run a marathon, I guess. I could just run. I'd rather do it in an event. So that, that's my next goal is to be able to run a marathon. Yeah. Um, and then the next goal would be to have to do two marathons in a year and then three and four. And so that's probably it. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't exercise for those reasons. Like I don't really need goals to motivate me to exercise. I exercise cause it feels good. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's weird. I'm in this weird space where I don't have a goal with exercise right now. That's fine, man. I think you can only really focus on one or two things in your life. And right now I see that you're really focusing on um, the music side of things like your business. And I think, dude, all power to you. I think it's really hard to focus on several different things at once. Yeah. But um, talk about like, you said you work out twice a day. I'm familiar with that. Talk about rest. Talk about how, how do you rest? Do you rest? Do you have to, um, do you have to work every day or do you put things out? Do you schedule things out in advance? Like how, what's your routine like and how do you rest? Basically that's the question. It, that's a good question. Cause that's really, really good. Cause it's super prevalent to today. I mean, today is not intentionally, uh, very much an active rest day for me. I did a run walk, uh, for 3.2 miles where I would like run for a minute or a few minutes and then walk for a long time. Uh, um, and I'm struggling with that because I don't really want to do rest days, to be honest with you. I don't want to rest, but, and I did today because, um, I did today because like, okay, last week, my goal was to go five days a week, 
this is my ideal plan. Five days a week doing two cardio workouts. The sixth day, Saturday, one cardio workout. And the seventh day doing just two walks. That was my plan. But last week I did every day, I did two cardio workouts. Except Saturday I played basketball, right. which was hard. Basketball is, if you know, basketball yeah, is hard cardio. I know, I know, bro. You played full yeah. court. No, we didn't have full court. The On Sunday I did. On Saturday it was half court. But Sunday I played full court. Um, and then I went on a two and a half, three mile run a few hours after I, I, uh, played basketball that same day. So like last week, my, I did not have a day to, I didn't rest. So, and then Monday I didn't rest yesterday. Yesterday I did, I did two workouts yesterday. I ran in the morning fucking, I did the hardest yesterday. I did the hardest run. One of the hardest runs I've top five hardest runs I've ever done. I did yesterday. I, up in my neighborhood, there's like, my neighborhood's flat. And then you turn left and left and right. And then there's like hill, hill, hill for like 20 minutes or 15 minutes straight. It's hill or 10 minutes straight up. Um, and I did it yesterday and I was fucked. And then I lifted and then I, and then I, I, at night I did a, I did what I called it. I learned this from David Goggins, you know, David Goggins. I, love Dave, I literally was watching David Goggins earlier today. I fucking yeah. I just got put onto him. So he has this thing he calls nickels and dimes where it's like push-ups, pull-ups, kinesthetic. So I have my own nickels and dimes workout. It's five sets of five pull-ups, um, 10 sets of 10 push-ups, and then four sets of 25 squats. I try to do it every minute. Yeah, bodyweight squats. Yeah. I try to do it every minute on the minute, Imam. I did that with the pull-ups. It was kind of hard with the push-ups because I had my uh, – my friend's my friend's four-year-old brother who's 40 pounds i said why don't you sit on my back while i do these fucking push-ups i could not do them every minute on the minute with him so but uh yeah so that that i that's call that my nickels and dimes i got it from goggins so uh goggins you're talking about out david goggins real quick but go ahead yeah you're talking about the rest days i mean i'm very much struggling to even I'm struggling to figure out what a smart thing to do is and isn't. Cause in my head, I think fuck rest days in my head. I think seven days. Cause I heard Goggins say he doesn't take rest days. And, and for him, an active rest day is a seven mile run at a nine minute pace. That's really light for him. So I'm like, I don't know. Everybody's telling me to take a rest day. And I'm like, fuck I don't know if I want to take a rest day. Fuck everyone, bro. I think you got to do what you got to do. Like, yeah, real- that's how I feel. Bro, people tell me all the time, man, I fast, like I fast for days at a time and I don't, I don't take rest days usually. Today, I happen to take a rest day just like you. I happen to take a rest day, but it's those days where you feel like complete dog shit and you literally can't get out of bed. I think then maybe it's okay to take a rest day. That was literally me today. I could not fucking get out of bed. First day in months where I was like, fuck, like I really can't move. Like I feel like shit, you know, maybe I'm sick. I don't know. Those, then it's fine. I think that's fine. But if you're not, if you're taking a rest day and you, you know, maybe you fucking, I don't know, you just don't feel like going for a run, then what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know that that's well there. Now you're teetering on a, on, on a very difficult concept there. Cause like, I never want to fucking run, but like I fucking do it. But that's the thing. Like, you know, you have to do it. What I'm saying is like, who cares if you don't want to do it? You just have to do it. That's kind of what I'm. Yeah. And it's okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? Like, it, and it goes back to like putting in the work as an artist. When you're on Instagram and you don't want to message a hundred people a day or fucking, you know, go on Vamper. You know what Vamper is? The fucking social media app for artists. No. Dude, get on that shit ASAP. Really? Man, dude, I'm on that shit fucking every day. Sweat. It's it's basically Tinder for artists. No. Yeah, I swear to God. It's fucking great. Dude, I've, I've gotten clients through that. I fucking just sent over uh, one of my boys a, a project through there. He's getting paid now. Like, bro, Vamper is the shit. If you're not trying to do 100 swipes a day on Vamper, then I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, you oh, need It looks to, like I have it, but I haven't used it. Bro, you need to be using that, dog. Real talk. Like, that's how you're going to make your connections, bro. It's Tinder for fucking... Oh, man, that's smart. Yeah. It's fucking smart, dude. And the pro, if you want to go pro, it's five dollars, bro. Five dollars a month. What do you get with a pro? Why do you? Why would you go pro? Four swipes. It's like it's like uh, I think Tinder does it. Oh, too, like where you get. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But bro, like real talk, like this is this is what you need to be doing. Is like who cares if you want to do it or not? If you want to be the artist you want, you're saying you want to be, you need to be putting in this fucking work. And that's what I'm talking about. Like this is the shit I'm about. The the David Goggins shit. Like, if you need that motivation, go watch some fucking David Goggins. Then do your workout. Then go swipe a hundred times on Vamper. Then DM like thirty people on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, just get that shit done. No, you're on. You're you're on the. I'm so. I'm like looking at this Vamper thing uh, um, on the App Store. You're fucking right. I mean, well, so the fact the fact is, um, I'm saying you. I'm not saying. I'm just saying for the person that's not doing this shit, who's not hustling, they need to be doing this shit. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, if you exercise a lot, like you're asking about exercise and like, well, like, dude, like the reason, like, okay, here, here's where my struggle has been as, as a, a career, my, my career struggle used to be, I don't know what to do. I have all this energy, ambition, work ethic, but I don't know what to do with it. So I, but I never stopped. So in the beginning of my career, it was fuck it, make music and put it out. I have no idea what else to do. So I'm just going to do that. It's always been that way. And then it got to a point where I was like, there's too many things I can do, right? I have too many options, right? The whole shiny object syndrome. Like, yep. see, even when you told me about Vamper, I was like, eh, I'm, ner- I'm downloading it, but I'm nervous because I'm like, there's so, well, what about TikTok? What about blah, 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 all this shit, right? So I'm like, I'm going to try Vamper though. It looks pretty cool and it probably will help. So I'm going to see what's, what it's about. But that's been my problem is um, – like, you know, it's funny. I, I, I'm now going to go into TikTok. Like I've done a lot of TikTok stuff. I've had a couple of videos blow up. Like, so I've dabbled. Um, but now I like, I literally today and yesterday, I'm, I'm talking about, I wrote a dream 100 for, t- I, I took the strategies from traffic secrets and I said, I'm gonna do exactly those. It's four main steps um, and do them on TikTok. It's understand the history, uh, write out your dream 100, create a publishing plan, and I think it's um, actually go and network with your dream 100. I think, I think that, I think it's something like that. So, so I'm doing that for TikTok now, but, but it took me months of like, no, I don't need to do it. I'm already doing too much. So back to the point, if you're exercising a lot, like if you're really fucking pushing yourself with exercise, there's no strategy out there to me. That's too difficult. Like I've never heard of like now I'm thinking of all these ideas and there's really no hurdle to me. That's like, Oh, I don't think I couldn't do that. Like there's nothing like even like the idea of me launching this album. One of the only reasons I'm going into that is because it sounds so. I have no idea. Like that's one of the reasons I'm motivated to do it. It sounds weird, but because I have no clue, I'm just like, yeah, let's do that. 
let's do that. Plus I want to do it. I want to do it. I got really sick of like interacting with the artists who downloaded my free beats. Cause they're all just fucking freeloaders. I'm like, dude, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like burnt out from these fuckers. Like fuck these people. I'd rather be an artist anyway. You know what I mean? You feel that too, huh? Feel that man. It's like, it's, it's not just artists though, bro. Like there's too many people are expecting free shit. Yeah. Producers same way, bro. Producers are the exact same. They want free sounds, free, free samples, free plugins. Uh, I'm that way. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I've been that way in certain things. You know, I've expected handouts before, and I'm just like, and 2020 taught me, like, just living on my own in in LA has taught me, fuck free handouts, man. The the Russell Brunson has a has a quote. I think it's Russell Brunson. I don't know who said it, but I know it's in Traffic Secrets or Dot Com Secrets or one of those. He says, if you're, uh, if you're not paying, you're not paying attention. Yep. And if it's so true, bro. If you if you don't pay for something, you don't value it. No. And that, that's, that's, yeah, dude, if you, yeah, I think also the, the way I heard it was those who pay, pay attention. It's like kind of this, it's the same, same, thing. Thing, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Those, who, I think that is, I think actually that is it. Those who pay, uh-huh. pay attention. And I, I'm the same with, uh, somebody, somebody offered me, um, free access to their course. Somebody offered me, it's like a music course. Someone's like, dude, I would love to just have you in the course. Can you, can I give it to you? I said, you know what, bro, I'll be honest with you. Can can you let me pay? Like I have to Venmo you like a hundred bucks because I won't do it if you give it to me for free. I promise I won't give right. a fuck. So I was like, you should you should send me some kind of thing so I can pay because otherwise I want I want your course, but I won't pay attention if you give it to me for free. That's the attitude I've gotten to. Um, and uh, when I do coaching for artists, that's genuinely how I feel when I charge artists for coaching. Like because I could just I've given people free coaching before. Obviously, I've given people advice like. I've literally just said, Hey, I'll give you a free session. They never do what the fuck I say. And like, they don't, most people don't actually take my, well, no, there are people like you've taken my advice. My boy charismatics taken my advice. That It's just, that's a different relationship. We're like friends. I'm talking about like, like I'm pitching an artist and they want a free session. I'm like, dude, you're not going to fucking pay attention. So no. So I, I feel like genuinely that like me charging you is going to help you. It's weird. And, and I think a lot of people would look at that and go, no, you're being a schemey salesman. I'm like, no, I'm not. I, I'm genuinely feel like I'm going to be better for you if you pay me. Dude, a hundred percent. I used to think, I actually used to think that way. Like, oh, people that charge for valuable time or just fucking assholes that want money. No, that's not true. <laughs> right. I used to be that asshole that used to think that. I used to be that motherfucker that used to think that. And I used to be fucking so, e- I'm still egotistical, but I used to be so entitled and that's the problem with artists. That's the problem with producers. That's the problem with anyone that's new to something. You're going to feel entitled as fuck. And you're going to feel like you 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 should get that shit for free. But no, you fucking have to pay for that shit. What would you say to someone that fucking, you know, can't afford your coaching? What would you tell them? I just... I, I just you just tell them to fuck off or like... Well, what? I just say go to giftedstarterpack.com. I've got 15 free beats that have two free bonuses. And like, go listen to my podcast. I do a brand new episode every day. Here's this one video I did on how to blow up as a rapper on Instagram. It's a really good strategy. Like, try that. I mean, I, I give people resources still. Nobody has ever, by the way, nobody, this, this, this really, this put me on. Nobody has said no, but people have bullshit excuses. They'll, nobody has said no. They're down. They're down. All right, that sounds good, bro. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to send you the invoice right now. I always try to close people on the phone. All right, let's go right now. Why not? Why not? And then they're like, Oh, like I don't have the money right now. 
I'm like, well, dude, when were you going to pay? <laughs> what did you want to do? <laughs> like fucking rob me of my time? Like, right. what were you trying to do here? So I'm just like, oh, why? You know, and whatever the case may be, we won't get into it. But the point is, nobody has said they can't afford it. Generally, people will say they can and they can't. And I just, I usually pull, when they say that, I usually pull the sale. I actually take it away. I'll go, oh, okay, you're not ready. You should take this instead. Good, good. Good, because they're not ready. If you're not ready to pull out your credit card to pay for something you actually you say you care about, yeah, and it's not know. a big deal either. Like I don't have any resentment. It's not like that. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, yeah, of, course, of course, it is what it is. It's like okay, cool. Like you weren't expecting to pay a hundred bucks today anyway. It's fine. I I've generally found that the deals that I've closed usually are when they know I'm about to sell them. Then then they start kind of warming it up in their brain. They start researching me. They look at my YouTube, my podcast, my Instagram, prop, whatever they look at. So I think in like a sales situation, I mean, we're going off. That's just cool. I, I, I think in a sales situation that I, I think, dude, that's a big, big problem that producers have. They do not make it clear that they're about to charge that artist. And I know coming from an artist perspective back when I was trying to get free shit, when I was a freeloader, because I have been, uh, I'm like, well, I'm not saying shit. I'm just going to go in and see what happens. If he asks me for money, I'll pay. Always, I did that. I never was like, oh, no, 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 no. I would say to him, "What? I don't know. I don't. I've had so many convos. I can't remember one off top. But you know, that's a problem producers have. I don't know why producers do that shit. I don't know why. I like. I have artists come over and I tell them straight up. All right, like here's my rate. Like you're not coming over. You gotta you say know it my first thing, bro. Yeah, like and 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 I and I won't let you walk in until you've hit me with the Venmo." Unless you've already done it before and I know you're good for it, but I don't let artists come in here until they, I'm like, yeah, hit me with the Venmo before you come. Right. At least ask for a deposit, right? Like you don't even have to, it just has to be a deposit before you're even there. You know what I mean? Like you have Gen- to, yeah. you have to know your worth. Like at the end of the day, you can't be, you can't be helping people who can't even help themselves. You know what I mean? Like you have to help people that are actually serious about this shit. That's, that's, that's what I've learned. Like you can't help people just accepting free shit all the time. No, you can't. And I, yeah, no, Go ahead. I was just going to say like, it's, it's, it's dude, it's your responsibility as the music producer though, to a hundred percent, you know, because I think, I think it's funny. Like I was watching this, uh, this fat, this fucking uh, white kid who's a producer on TikTok. He was doing this thing where he was pretending to be himself and, and the rapper <laughs> and the rapper was like, it was going through the idea of how rappers are so picky about beats and they say these weird descriptive words that we don't fucking understand. Right. And he was like, yeah, can you make me like a beat that's like real milky? Like, it was funny. Yeah. And then part two was like, all right, bro, I made the beat. He played him the beat. And the dude was like, yeah, man, this is perfect. <laughs> and then the guy's like, all right, man, can you, uh, he's like, all right, do you want to do like Venmo? And the rapper's like, oh, oh, I, I don't have the money right now. Facts. You know, it reminded me though of your story. I'm wondering how that guy got into your into your studio why 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 didn't you charge idiot, him before because i'm an idiot bro like no you're not an idiot bro you're just a nice bro, guy I, like you're I've, being nice I, yeah honestly like there's been so i've had a few artists that i've genuinely done free sessions for because they're people i like working with yeah. those artists never release music yeah uh, right. but this one in particular um i don't remember what the conversation was maybe i had maybe this guy i actually had said um I remember talking about, I do remember talking about price with him and I remember him pulling up into a beamer. Actually, this is how I went down. This is how I went down. Be completely transparent. So I remember, um, 
we were on Instagram. I met this dude on Instagram and like he, he happened to live in California, like kind of like an hour from where I lived. And I was like, bro, like, uh, let me send you some beats, this, that, and the third. And we got into talking about having a session. And he's like, yo, I need an engineer ASAP. And I was like, all right, here's my rate. He's like, bro, like I real talk, like I'm just trying to put out work. Like I really want to work with you so bad, but I just don't have the money. And I was like, bro, all right, fuck it, whatever, man. Like, just let's just do a quick session. This is how it happened. This is how it happened. Yeah. And he pulls up, and in my head, I'm like, what the fuck? This dude's pulling up with the Beamer, pulling up with, I don't know how much money those fucking shoes cost. I think he was wearing, like, Concords or something. Fucking uh, Nike yeah. down, you know, the whole fit. And he had a chain. I was like, yo. In my head, I didn't say this to him because I, I didn't know the dude like that. But I was like, yo. You I'm never like, know. That's probably smart. Yeah, I'm like, and this dude's like in my house and shit. I'm like, yeah, bro, right. in my head, I'm like, bro, you're really pulling up Nike down and you, you're pulling up in a Beamer and you're telling me you can't pay for $120 for a two-hour session or $60 yeah. for a one-hour session, whatever it is. I'm just thinking like, bro, you don't take this shit seriously. Like, fuck out of here. Like in my head, I literally thought that. So after that yeah. session, I sent him the mix, unfollowed him on Instagram and haven't talked to him since. I wouldn't either. Um, I mean, but you learn from it though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've had that. I've had situations like that, um, you know, similar to I mean, I've I've been in a lot of situations like not exactly like that, but similar to it. And like, um, dude, I was thinking about this today. Um, I mean, time, right? Time's our most valuable asset, really, you yep. know, yep. more important than money. It's yep. technically more important than your health. So if you think about it, um, that guy robbed you. He did. He didn't pull out a gun on you. He didn't take any valuable physical possessions, but he did. He robbed you. He robbed you of your time, which you could have done anything with that time. That time is priceless. Uh, in a few years, you might be charging a thousand an hour and he just got a thousand an hour from you. Right. So that's another way I think about time, you know, thinking like, imagine this is the scenario I like to use when people ask me for free coaching or for free mixes, whatever. Okay. Let's say that, um, let's say that you walked up into a, a, re, a restaurant. Let's say Chick-fil-A. I got Chick-fil-A in my mind. Let's say you go up to Chick-fil-A, right? I might get that shit tonight. Let's say you go fucking go to Chick-fil-A. Let's go to, let's say you go to Chick-fil-A and you order the food, you pay for the food and you go sit down. And like 30 minutes, 40 minutes later, they come back and they're like, Hey, like, yeah, sorry. We just can't get, we can't get you your food today. And they just keep the money you'd be like what give me my fucking there'd be no question it's the same thing when you're a rapper and you ask producers to make you a beat before you pay or you ask producers to record you before you pay before any kind of agreement that's what you're doing you are robbing producers like in that scenario you know the restaurant would be robbing you i have a rapper i'm working with right now it was a really good relationship he comes here and i do his music for free and in exchange he is editing my videos so um not my podcast videos, like the videos where I'm right there and I'm just filming myself talk. I don't need those edited. But when I do videos of me making beats, they're really long and I hate editing those. So he edits those for me and like does little zoom in effects and like puts like a little good filter on it and shit like that. So he does that for me for free. I do beats, mixing, mastering and recording for him. Great trade. I'm very happy about it. He's super, he's very good too. And I like him as a person. He's a great person. So that's like, cool. Like we're exchanging time for time. Like to me, that's where I would say, you don't have to give me money. Um, Cause you're actually giving me something that I genuinely, like I really need right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be like, it has to be like, that's a good trade. Cause you value that. 
but like there have been people that come up to me and ask me you know let's say they want like a free beat or something and they'll like shout me out on their instagram i'm like bro you have two followers like <laughs> value in that. you know what i mean so you have to make sure there's like you've, you've done a good job and you made sure that there's value in the trade what about like let's 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 go into money a little bit more what about like how do you feel about going into debt and um trying to make it worth work going into debt paying for ads pay, whatever you're paying for but just building your business as an artist as a coach as a producer going into debt to try to build that shit what do you think of that mm. Mm. i'm very thousand very, ten thousand whatever the number is i'm very careful when i give this types of advice because everybody's money situation is different and every now you're getting into some personal shit with people because like like if you have kids and like you have bills to pay or you have a wife, I'm just really, really, really wary of like saying certain things to people. That's fair. That's you fair. Know? So I'm careful with it. Um, but Would you personally though, how about how about you? Like, oh, I'm in debt right now. Yeah, okay. I don't give is a that, fuck. Is that people. debt from? Is that debt from music or is that debt from like yeah. college or? No, no, it's debt from music. It's from exact. I mean, I can tell you what I did. I will not tell you what you did, what you should do in this department. I yeah, can yeah, tell that's you what I want. Just what you did. Just what you did. Yeah. Yes. Debt for sure. Yeah. Yes. Of course. What? What? Yeah. Co- fresh college grad, no job, and how the fuck am I supposed to start my career? Yeah. Get a fucking credit card, of course. Like if you, but like I said, like just heed my warning. Like if you have a kid, or if you have bills to pay, or a wife, not a girlfriend, by the way. That's not a fucking excuse not to invest. A wife. And you have made the commitment to another human. Yeah. Like just be really careful. I'm not going to give all that money management stuff right now. Cause I'm not great at it yet. So, um, but yeah, like for, yeah, like, of course, like I, I, I my attitude is like, I'm not going to, my attitude is so go, go, go. And I'm always like, okay, well, what's the best option for me to move myself forward. <clears throat> and when I started learning about Facebook ads, and I was like, well, I don't really have the money in my checking account. I do have my in my credit card and like, huh, I can get this many people. Let's do it. You know, um, same with getting coaching from Gabe Schillinger. It was like, wait, million dollar producer wants to coach me. I'm like I look at my checking account. I'm like, well, I don't have that, but I do have my credit card. Am I really going to pass this up to be coached by two million dollar producers, Gabe Schillinger and Anno Domini? Fuck no. I'm going to put that credit card out there, baby. You know, like I'm not going to stop, you know, and pay it back later. You know, I, 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 there's good debt. Here's what I've learned. There's good debt and there's bad debt. You know, um, there's different ways to look at debt. Some people look at debt as the concept of the debt as good or bad. Whereas I look at it more from yes, the concept and the interest rate. So like credit card debt, is it good or bad? Well, I guess if you use your credit card debt for Facebook ads, that's tax, right? You could write off as a tax write off. Technically you could say it's good debt, but the interest rates on some credit cards are super high. So like Wells Fargo credit card debt's like 16%. That's super dumb high. So that might categorize debt as not good debt. But at the same time, it's good because it's a tax write-off. If you pay it off and you don't pay the interest, that's good debt. Um, some people say that call, you know, that, what? It's leveraging. It's leverage, yeah. Some people like, one. this is weird. I know a guy who's wealthy. I don't know exactly how much money, but I know he's wealthy. Um, he, and, and, and he said that, you know, if my kids go to college and they take out debt for that, that I would consider good debt because you're educating yourself. 
But I was like, I didn't say it to him, but I was like, wait, what? No, that's, that's not good debt. College is a waste of money. Why would, but he doesn't believe that, but it's weird because he's an entrepreneur and he's rich. So I don't know that, that, that whole, I don't know. I didn't get that. I would like to talk to him more, but yeah, you know, for example, like I don't, I don't believe in college anymore. So I don't think that's good debt and college loans are really bad debt because you can, there's yeah. Like college loans are really bad debt. So you know, it depends, bro. I think a lot of people look at good and bad as the concept of the debt and the interest rate. So you got to look at it like that. Um, and you also have to think about the idea of, can you write this off as a tax write-off? If you don't have a business, well, if you don't have a sole proprietorship or you're not a business entity, you don't have an LLC and you don't have a business bank account, there is no it's no good debt because you can't write anything off because you can't prove that this was used as a business expense because you don't have a business bank account or a business entity. So really none of the debt is good because it's all used as personal debt. Like for me personally, like that's where I've been a lot of, and that's what's been fucking me up. And the next, my goal for the next month is to actually have a, I have a, I have an LLC, but I don't have a business bank account. That's my next thing. So that I actually have good debt. You know what I mean? So that's kind of my two cents on it. Okay. So, uh, I, there's a lot that you hit on there. First of all, I know. Yeah, that was a lot of shit. You're, I want to talk about your LLC, uh, if you don't mind talking about no, it. I don't mind. I also want to talk about uh, your experience with college because you just said it was a waste of money. I agree completely. I dropped out of college. Um, and oh, good for you. Smart. <laughs> I literally went less than a year and I was like, fuck this. My oh, really? Good for you. That's even better. Good. Yeah. That's that's dope. Um, and I think there, I think college is only... I think it's a good choice if you're going for a STEM major, but that's really about it. Like medical. What's that? Oh, okay. You know, something like that. But I don't think it's law, medical sciences, anything like that. But if you're going for like music or something like that, if you don't have money to pay for it, it's fucking stupid. Talk about like uh, what what you suggest people do instead of going to college. Like if they need to make money, what should they do? What job should they get um, to be yeah. in, music, in music? What should they be doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm also... <laughs> yeah, I'm also, these are, dude, this is good topics. Never talked about this on, on an interview. Word, word. Well, I, I mean, I, like real talk, you know what I mean? This like, is very real. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm also wary to give out advice on college. Okay. Because, well, your experience, like your like just what, what you, I mean, I, so, cause I went, I went and finished and like, I loved it. Like, because I met people that are still my best friends. I, the connections I made are great. I grew socially uh, at Chico state is where I went to college. I also went to a community college. Um, I'm going to say a benefit of college is you do learn discipline. You do learn um, independence because you kind of, you do have to manage your own schedule. So I give that props, but you don't need to go to college to learn that. You can learn that from just being in the real world. In fact, your sense of urgency to be disciplined will probably be higher if you don't go to school because you're thinking, shit, I'm not at school like everybody else. I need to figure it. So, so there's that. Um, Facts. I think that if you have no idea what you want to do in your life, definitely don't go to college because Facts, you're not going to find Facts. your answers there. Facts. Yeah. Which most people say the opposite. Most people say, if you don't know what you want to do, go to college. It's no, 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 no. Like no college is going to fucking not going to give you the answers. To, It'll delay um, the problem. It'll literally delay the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. I, I can't, I'm looking back on it now. I'm like, wow, I can't really believe I go to call. I went because I disagree with it so much. I don't really know why I finished. I can't understand it. I think I, I think I'm the type of guy that I just, 
I think I got pressured with society and pressured from my parents a little bit, you know, not, not much from my parents, but you know, just kind of that pressure. And then also I'm, I'm a, if you start, finish it guy. So I already started and I did not want to not finish stupid. You you got to know when to quit with certain things that just aren't going to help you. Um, but I look back now and it's like, if you know, you're going to be an entrepreneur and you know, you're going to be a music person. I don't know. I mean, I don't think you should go. I mean, even if you go to college and say, well, you could go and major in recording arts. It's like, uh, I have a friend who went for recording arts and he told me, no, I, I learned way more out of college. You don't learn shit. And I'm like, wow, even in recording arts school. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just, I, college is in my opinion, top five biggest scams in the country that and big pharma are like the two biggest scams in our, in the United States. No question. You know, Bro, like, uh, I even went to, I went to vocational school for audio recording back in, I graduated 2017. Bro, you're not going to learn the marketing that you need to, that you, you're not going to learn the shit you actually need to learn. You know, mm. if you get, like, I got certification in Pro Tools, that shit didn't get me any jobs. No, no certification is going to get you a job in the, in the real world, man. Like, you got to learn how to fucking market. You got to learn how to engineer yourself, not with fucking analog gear from fucking the 1990s, the early 2000s. All the studios now are like, all home studios, you know, no one's using analog gear gear. I don't have an L1176 right here. I don't have a 1066. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're going to try to be this artist, don't waste your money on fucking college. Like, and then you have people going to college for like useless majors, man. Like what the hell? Like, I, I don't get that, man. I'm right. I don't know. I th- well, see, I think it depends like in that regard. So like when I have kids, first of all, I'm not going to force my kids to go to college, mm. but I hope, you know, God willing, I'm in a position where if they want to go, I could pay for it for them with no loans. Because if they want to go, I'll, I, I, I'm going to, I'll let them go. Yeah, of course. Um, but I'm going to tell them, hey, major in something that you really are like passionate about learning. Like don't go major in something you think you have to learn. So like for me, I majored in business, concentration, entrepreneurship. Mm-mm, I didn't learn about entrepreneurship there. I wish I had gone and learned. I wish I had gone in for recording arts just to, because I enjoy it just for that you know, um, or like psychology. I mean, I communications and it's something I would have enjoyed because my ex-girlfriend, for example, she, she majored in, uh, Oh my God. What was it called? I know what she would learn. It was like rec management or something. She loved her major. And she's like, oh, I love school. I love all my classes. I love my homework. My projects are cool. Group projects are cool. All the teachers are I love school because the shit's cool that I'm learning. And she's like, the only reason you don't like school is because you picked a major you didn't like. She was totally right. Because that, so, so, so I would say like, because you're going to get a lot of dope shit from school. School's a vacation. If you treat school like a really expensive four-year vacation, it's totally worth it. Like it's totally worth the money. Oh, well, maybe it's not worth the money, but it's worth it because it's so fun. It's so fun. Like the amount, and, and it's great, but don't go there. Don't go take college seriously to a point where you think this is going to help your life. It's not. If you go. So let me ask you this though. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but like. No, you good. Why, why do you have to even like, bro, real talk. I feel like I'm living the college experience right now. I live at, for, I live at a fraternity. I'm not right. a fraternity brother. I DJ frat parties at UCLA. Why, why get into debt just to have a vacation? 
Well, no, that's what I, 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 I see. I said specifically with my situation where if I can pay for my kid's school with no debt, that's, that's what I said. Okay. So you're talking about your kid's situation. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, I, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not going into debt for my kids to go to college. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, I hope God willing, I'm at a point where that's just like 200 grand, 300 grand is like, take it. All right. What if, like, what if there's no return on investment on your kid's school? Like, let's say they want to go for well, they're it. Cause they're, cause they're no, because like I said, if I frame it the right way to my kids, if I frame it to say, Hey, like you're going, but <laughs> oh man, that's kind of funny, dude. That's tough, dude. I, I would say to my, fuck, it's, this is a tough combo. I mean, I would say to my kids, look, we're not going to pay if you aren't passing. Cause if you're not passing, you're literally just going to keep burning through our money. You have to at least get C's. So get, get go find a major that you're going to like and, and get, and get, get C's and do your soul searching shit. I mean, I, that's what I did. I found myself in college. I did. I found myself. I, I, I worked at, at, by the way, I'm not standing up for school. Like I'm the most anti-school person out there. I'm just saying there's a purpose to it, but if you frame it the wrong way, that's where we get fucked up. When we start talking about school as education's important and no, it isn't because education is the school system. The school system has an education issue right now. So let's not take school as it's not, let's not take college seriously. It's not, it shouldn't be taken seriously. The experiences, being around a bunch of people your age, having literal, like a lot of fun, making connections with some professors. You might get lucky and have a professor who's well-connected, who knows some shit, who can mentor you. You might get linked up with the basketball team. Like I, I worked for the Chico State basketball team and I know one of the, you know, I know a very highly decorated division two basketball coach. He's like, I can call him whenever I want. He's my guy. So it's not like there's zero benefits to school, but like, I finesse the system. I didn't even do school. I don't even, dude, I had no idea of any of my classes. Like I, I basically cheated my way through school. Like my whole life, I finessed the system, made friends with the smartest kids in class. And they basically damn near did my fucking homework, did my study sheets. I just did what they did. And like, I got through it. So I didn't do college the way everyone does college. I did it my way. And that to me is great because as an entrepreneur, that is how to do it. Is there are no rules to entrepreneurship. There are no rules to the real world. And the best way to be successful as an entrepreneur is make your own fucking rules and finesse the system. And that's exactly what I did in school. That's what Lizzie the Gifted got out of school. I learned how to take rules. Like we have taxes, don't murder, don't steal. Like we have these rules in the game. You have to pay taxes. You have to do this, that, and the third, right? You have rules. That's it. All these other rules... You got to do this. No, you don't actually. Like if I can take a loop from splice and a drum loop and make a beat and I own it, I'm not bringing any rules. Why not? You just don't like it, but I can do it. Same thing with school. You might not like it, but if I peep over to my right and I see the answers to the kids shit, I'm fucking doing it. I'm sorry. I did that shit. And I don't give a fuck if people know. If I have a study group and they make my study sheets and I use those study sheets and study off those and I get a good enough grade, but I don't know shit from your fucking boring ass class. I didn't break any rules just now. I fucking did it. Now the cheating thing, I did breaking a rule for sure. But the second example is not. Right, so, right. Yeah, man. That's like my whole, I never have talked about that on my pod, by the way, ever. So that you really just got some shit out of me. I never talked about publicly. Now people know way more about you, bro. That's, that's what, crazy. That's, I feel like that's what this is. This whole thing is about, you know, this whole 
if you want to call it entrepreneurship or just fucking networking or whatever you want to call it, um, that's really just what I think it's about is just kind of like being vulnerable and yeah. kind of showing yourself, you're you're showing your clients, showing your fans, showing your, you know, your colleagues who you really are because everyone's got fucking skeletons, bro. Like everyone's, everyone has made mistakes. Everyone's done great shit. Everyone has their own path. And just, if you could, the more you could show people what you've done so that they could either make a great decision or make, not make a mistake, more power to them. Right. And that's what this is all about is just providing that experience, that value to people. Well, dude, my nervousness comes from like part background for me too, is like I coach youth basketball. Right. I have a lot of those kids follow me on Instagram. They like fuck with my music. Um, you be playing that shit at practice and shit? No, I don't. <laughs> no, we don't play it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, although our head coach, Frank Alaco Jr. has played my music at his high school practices. Oh, he does do that. Oh. So that's cool. We don't do it for the kids. We don't play music or anything. But, uh, you know, but um, I, um, so I've been not swearing in my music because of that. And because I'm literally, I'm coaching kids, you know, like eight, nine, 10 year olds. I don't want them right. hearing me saying fuck, 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 all that stuff. Right. On the podcast, as you can tell, I've been much more lenient about it because I don't think the kids are getting this deep into it. So that's fine. Uh, but that's kind of why I've held back on the whole school where I've really been at. I don't want the kids I coach thinking they should be cheating their way through school because right now school is important for them. Elementary school and middle school is really important. It's like, you're really learning the shit you need. You need math, the math, the English and the history. You need that shit. Uh, so I'm not going to, don't cheat on that. Even, you know, college is where you start getting high school is where you start getting into really wasteful shit. And college is, is now it's like, now we're just, now we're just punting anything useful. Yeah. So that's why I've held back from it. I know you see me.